So what is the true cost of following Jesus Christ? It's a very, very important question for you today. What is the true cost for you to follow Jesus Christ? You see, it's one thing to, to say you're a Christian and go to church and go to a Bible study and to live a good life. But it's another thing to actually follow Jesus Christ. Throughout scriptures, we see it. He's walking down a road and he just looks at someone and says, follow me. And they get up, they leave their nets, they leave their possessions, and they just follow Christ. They left everything behind, and they followed Christ. What is the cost to follow Jesus Christ? In chapter 13, we've watched Jesus teach parables about following him and loving him. In chapter 14 of Luke, we have watched different discourses that Jesus Christ had. He talked about inviting people to pour the crippled, the lame, to your home to feed them because they can't repay you. He talked about giving a big dinner in a parable and people giving excuses. One said, I've bought five yoke of oxen. Please consider me excused. One said, I bought a piece of land. I need to go out and look at it. Please consider me excused. Another one said, I have married a wife. For that reason, I cannot come. Please consider me excused. You have to take that into context with the scripture that we're reading today. Most of the things that Jesus talked about, he actually saw or was seeing at the moment. When he talked about, look at the birds of the air. They never reap nor sow, yet the Lord your Father takes care of them. Observe the lilies of the field. Solomon, in all of his glory, was never dressed like them. I believe that in the same way, Jesus Christ had actually heard people say these things. I bought a piece of land. I need to go look at it. Please consider me excused. I bought five yoke of oxen. I'm going to go try them out. Please consider me excused. But this one. Another one said, I have married a wife. For that reason, I cannot come. So keep that in context and consideration when we read this scripture that follows it. 
He was at a table with a few people. But according to Luke chapter 14, verse 25, it says, Now large crowds were going along with him. And he turned and said to them. So here we've gone from disciples to people listening in a synagogue, from people listening in a Pharisee's home, but now there are large crowds were going along with him. And he turned and said to them, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yes, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Now, he's not talking about salvation. He's talking about being a disciple. He just had a parable about inviting people. And all these other people said, I bought a piece of land. I bought five oxen. I just married a wife. So keep that in consideration. That when he says, if anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yes, even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Do you really want to be discipled by Jesus? Do you really want God to actually teach you? It's like the previous parable. He's invited you to a banquet. What is an excuse? An excuse is an example of something or someone that you love more than Jesus Christ. For which one of you, when he wants to build a tower, does not first sit down and calculate the cost to see if he has enough to complete it? Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and is not able to finish, all who observe it begin to ridicule him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king, when he sets out to meet another king in battle, will not first sit down and consider whether he is strong enough with 10,000 men to encounter the one coming against him with 20,000? Or else, while the other is still far away, he sends a delegation and asks for terms of peace. So then, none of you can be my disciple who does not give up all of his own possessions. I think it's so interesting 
do you own your possessions? Or do they own you? This is not a matter of salvation. This is a matter of discipleship and following Jesus. Giving up everything to follow your Savior. Can you still be married? Yes, you can. Can you still have children? Yes, you can. But your love for Jesus must be greater than your love for yourself, your family, or your possessions. Father, take your child today and let them start being a disciple, one who sits at the feet of Christ, who listens and learns, who is given power and presence. Father, thank you for taking your child today and teaching them what it is to follow you and to know you. Amen.